0: Walt Disney World Memories Podcast, Memory 50, Test Track. Today's memory is made possible by the recurring supporters. These are listeners like you that are helping to ensure that we can continue to produce high quality family entertainment as we've been doing since 2006. As a thank you for their generosity, these supporters receive gifts from me like ad free and early access to episodes. /support Fifty of the Walt Disney World Memories podcast. My name is Lou, and I'll once again be your host as we take this journey into another Walt Disney World memory. It's finally here—50 shows. It seems like only yesterday I began working on this podcasting journey. Uh, in reality, it's been almost five years. Uh, you may not know this, but I released my first episode back on September 21, 2006. I started out with good intentions, hoping every week I would release a new show. What? But I quickly realized that. Uh, That took far too much free time, and more than I actually had, and I quickly attempted to switch to a bi-weekly format. Uh, Sadly, over the years, I released on a very, very inconsistent schedule, and that gets us to where we are today, 50 shows, plus some bonus ones, in 5 years. But I hopefully have found a rhythm now, and finally, uh, things are getting a little bit more consistent, I hope. And it seems to be paying off too. Our numbers are starting to really grow, and uh, so I thought I'd take a moment to welcome all the new subscribers and maybe reintroduce myself and this show. So to recap, my name is Lou, I've been a lifelong Disney fan, uh, but it really took hold probably in my teenage years. Uh, our family began making day trips to Walt Disney World uh, when we go to our uh, go to the beach in Clearwater, Florida every year, and I soon came to love everything that the parks had to offer. Uh, the music, the rides, the theming, uh, they're always the gold standard I compare every uh, park to. And it became a hobby of mine to keep up to date on rumors and read all I could on the history of the parks and Walt Disney himself, and to collect all pictures that I could find of the parks as well. And then technology caught up and a personal website was born. Uh, I could share my pictures and thoughts on the parks. I also became a Disney Store cast member, and that continued to fan the flame of my passion. at some point, I earned a free pass to the parks through work. Uh, if you worked over the holidays, I think they gave you two free passes. And decided before I went uh, to take that day trip over that I wanted to record some of the musical acts that I'd love to hear in the parks. Uh, some of the groups like Future Corps or uh, the Voices of Liberty or Off Kilter. I picked up a mini disc recorder and a cheap microphone from Circuit City and shop. went to the parks i got a few good recordings of some live acts but thought i'd try it all out also on a couple of attractions and soon discovered i could really see the ride in my mind's eye and felt just like i was there while i was listening later i've upgraded equipment over the years and now used binaural earbuds uh, to get a true life representation of what i hear And now, when I take a trip to the parks, I don't do it without recording it. Through the years, I've shared these recordings online through many different sources, but when podcasting came along, I soon realized that this was my ideal medium for sharing. I began this podcast as a way to share my time in the parks, riding rides or catching shows in a live format, as a way to allow you, the listeners, to experience it as if you were sitting right there with me. I don't actually live in Orlando, so most of my recordings are not always up to date, but I like to think that they are still timeless, really. So if you have a favorite show or ride, going back to the past even, uh, I might have some recordings of it somewhere, so send me a request. So that's enough about the past. Uh, Let's get on with this week's memory. Today we're going to visit one of the great thrill attractions at Epcot, test track uh this request was from an email i received uh from Brendan back in february i'm getting caught up here guys uh he wrote i love the roar of the motors and the wind blowing in my face and the screaming of my ears as i go whizzing around the track although my favorite part has to be when you supposedly go through the wall and they snap your picture although i always have my head down uh now dan pointed out on facebook that it really doesn't translate to an audio podcast but that's the beauty of this dan uh I'm using your memories in conjunction with my audio I want you to close your eyes not, not in your car Don't close your eyes. i uh, sorry channeling Ellen and in your mind's eye. You'll be able to relive that memory, too Daniel on Twitter thought absolutely the greatest ride in Epcot can't wait to hear this Richard said on Facebook I'd like to hear it and Robert said on Facebook awesome Personally I'm with all you guys. I don't know why I love this ride, but I do I mean I have a car I drive it on the highway every day, uh, but for some reason, I love this ride. I mm-hmm. guess, who doesn't love high bank turns at 65 miles an hour in a convertible, or maybe it's the wind whipping through my hair, I I don't know, but it it's pretty much a it's don't a place miss when I'm at Epcot. Smoothies. Anyways, today's recording isn't yep. by an oral as usual, it's May 2007 and Tracy and I are joined today by my in-laws. Uh, it's been a beautiful day, and we've been having a great time at the Flower and Garden Festival in Epcot, and we're planning to park hop over to the Magic Kingdom for some fun this evening. We've done quite a few rides and shows as crowds are light today, and but we're still going to utilize our Fast Passes for Test Track and get to jump straight to the pre-show pens with no wait. We'll join this memory outside the pre-show area as they've got a large group of us waiting for the doors to open. Soon they open for us and we cram into the little room uh, to see the pre-show video explaining what's about to happen. We'll stick with the audio following in the short queue. I I may cut some of that out, we'll see, Uh, just because it's just a lot of listening to us standing there. And then we'll take our exhilarating ride around the GM testing facilities with Test Track. Now sit back, relax, close your eyes, and come with me as we scream our way through a high-speed memory. (laughs)
1: <laughs> if come, Dr. Sears? I don't know. She said she had some breakfast. Oh, she like, oh, You know, so this is the only thing she just worked. Woo! She you guys. There's an online website where you subscribe to that. You all known every week telling you what's going on. Are you guys? Oh, come on. I'm up here in the control center. In just a couple of minutes, you're going to be out there on that track. But first, let's uh, put together your test schedule. These are the same kinds of tests that are run at uh, GM test facilities all over the world. Let's put up the 26-8 uh, grade. You got it. OK, we're going to start you off on an accelerated climb. Now, these steep grades give us a chance to evaluate the effects of heat and stress on your engine and on the transmission. Twist in blocks. Let's put up the blocks, uh, German and Belgian. Next, your vehicle is going to go over a variety of rough road surfaces. These are designed to test the integrity of the uh, suspension and the chassis. It's
0: going to get a bit bumpy. Yeah. (laughs) Next, you're going to see and feel what it's like
1: when your brakes lock up and you lose control of the steering (laughs) Hang in there because we're going to do the test one more time, this time with the ABS or the anti-lock brakes. Okay. All right. What's next? Let's do some environmental tests. Uh, put up 2, 5, and 7.
0: 7?
1: Yeah, 7. Okay. After that, we're gonna subject your vehicle to some extremes in temperature, as well as corrosive conditions, to see how it handles nature's worst. And finally, we'll take you out for some handling runs. Let's
0: do the cornering.
1: Uh, I'm gonna send you through some hairpin turns, and then uh, we'll take you out and do the high-speed loops. And depending on how your vehicle and you hold up, uh... A few surprise tests in there. Surprise test? Yeah. <laughs> now, if this whole routine seems a bit extreme, you're absolutely right. That's what a test track is all about. The uh, cars you drive at home are made up of over 15,000 different parts, and every one of them has to pass the test under very extreme conditions before we ever let it off that test track and out onto the road. Now, as you can imagine, safety is a big concern of ours, so we're going to insist that you uh, buckle up your safety belt securely. You'll be glad you did. (laughs) Oh, we're ready. Oh, great. Well, Sherry says we're ready, so we'll see you out there on the test track. Good luck. Have a good ride.
0: Put it under your seat. You have to hold it. Hold on. Watch out. Watch out. I'm sorry. Thank you.
1: Okay.
0: You want to go right down there to that tall guy, Chris? Right there. Go
1: ahead. baby.
0: Where are we going? I'm with her. You want to sit on the middle or the outside?
1: middle. Okay. I want you guys to protect me.
0: We'll keep you from flying out. I think they found their culprit car. I think they found that culprit car. The front. Thank you. The front car. I think you only have a left bar. Yeah, the front car came in going brakes, brakes, brakes. Watch it.
1: Hello! The seatbelt check is around the corner. For your safety, remain seated with your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the vehicle, and supervise children. Thank you. Let you keep control of the vehicle while braking. Let's demonstrate some extreme test conditions. Okay. 10%. Being such a great test crew. Come back and ride anytime. Bye now. Watch your step when exiting the vehicle and remember to take all your personal belongings.
0: Thanks again to Brendan for his request and to Daniel, Dan, and Richard and Robert for sharing your thoughts. I love this ride and I hope maybe that you can agree that you felt like you were there even through an audio podcast. As always, if you'd like to make a request or leave me some feedback, stop by the WDW Memories website at wdw memoriesnet There, you'll find out how to contact me, leave me feedback on the show, connect with me on Facebook and Twitter, view my photos on Flickr and videos on YouTube, and don't forget, you can always reach me on our voicemail line at 336-WDW-MEM0 and leave your request or feedback that way. If you like this show and you'd like to help others find it, a review on iTunes will help move us up the search results list. We're up to 35 ratings and counting. Thank you to all of you. I'd love it if we could make it to 50, you know, as a celebration of our 50th show. But who knows? Uh, Finally, if you'd like to help support this podcast in some small way, uh, you can click the donate button where you'll be redirected to my PayPal account. Here you can make a one-time donation or recurring donation of any amount you'd like. Or even a simpler way would just be to click on some of the ads on our website. Every penny helps defray some of the costs of the podcast hosting. Uh, So thanks again for listening and join me again in two weeks as we relive another Walt Disney World memory.
1: Bye.